We are the Nerd Eternal Network. Welcome everyone to Icons of Water World. I'm your GM for the day, Jason. And with me as usual will be Taylor, today playing J303. Curtis is playing St. Moon El Brujo. Anna playing Stormbringer. And Zach playing Starbound. As I was saying earlier when my sound was turned off. Uh, Taylor, give us just a little blurb on who J303 is. J303 is the failed project between an engineer and a scientist to make a custom toilet seat making robot. Because neither of them really wanted to program it, they designed a machine that compiled their brains together into a robot, hoping that would just kind of sort itself out. And it did. Right out the door. Since then, he is... J-303 is one of the most sophisticated robots in the world that it knows of and has been secretly amassing fortune doing, you know, various electronic fads such as Bitcoin mining or, you know, automated telephone services. But, but making his money legitimately, more or less. More or less. I mean, as legitimate as you consider Bitcoin to be. <clears throat> what does he look like? Does he pass for human, or...? Uh, you can... He is human-shaped, but you can very much tell there are facial panels. You know, they cut at, like, you know, 30, 40-degree angles, so you can tell very easily this is a robot. Because he does not want to deal with the people that go, Hey... We don't like human passing robots. He very much does not want to deal with those people. <clears throat> Alright. Curtis, tell us about St. Moon. Uh, Jay Ramirez does not see himself as a hero. Um, he sees himself as an artist, musician, or lover. Um, he just also happens to be a brujo. Um, he's the last of two fading lines of Rujira magic, um, but he avoids his powers because he's also haunted by the spirit of his great-grandmother and using his magic sort of opens up a gateway for her to step in and, and possess him. She's not necessarily evil. She's just, you know, really selfish and doesn't like being dead. Uh, you know, dating Landshark, he, he, he actually immigrated to the United States to sort of get help uh, with understanding his powers and getting control over that. He really hasn't been very successful, um, but Dating Landshark certainly has opened up, uh, opened him to a world of adventure. And, you know, he's usually armed with paints, a guitar, and a thermos full of authentic uh, Mexican tequila. And he will occasionally venture out on his own to fight evil. <clears throat> So he doesn't really embrace the whole being a superhero thing, but then he winds up going out and fighting, fighting the bad guys anyway. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he's not afraid to step in and do the right thing. All right. It's just, it's just not fun for him. <laughs> <clears throat> All 
Alright, that brings us down to Stormbringer. Uh, she was raised to believe she was a mutant, which has more of a supernatural origins, I guess. Uh, her name's Alyssa. Kind of fresh out of high school. Kind of started doing the superhero thing because she has a. She kind of fangirls over Unison. She has posters on her walls. <laughs> Taylor, you're laughing like you didn't remember this part. I don't. That's <clears throat> a recall that's ever come up before. <clears throat> I remember Legal Eagle accidentally being unison connected, but uh, I don't remember. That this was a, that was complete accident, though. <laughs> Accidental copyright infringement. She was just a Harvey Birdman joke. And they're both <laughs> lawyers. They're both lawyers. Copyright infringement's important to them. It's a job. So basically, she's a rookie hero, just coming to her powers, not even and not even really understanding where they come from. Right. All right. What about Starbound? Uh, Starbound is an alien from a, a gray-like race. You know, your standard big head, big black eyes, alien species. So Roger from American Dad. Uh, ship yeah, basically that. Uh, a ship crash landed on Earth a few years back, and he can't get it running again because... He really just bought it at a used spaceship lot. Yeah, he can change the antimatter. He can adjust the cr chronometer, but, y you know, actually getting the engine back up and running is all something beyond. Uh, so just to sort of make ends meet and let him live on Earth, which is uh, an okay place to live. It has dogs. Dogs are nice. Uh, he, he's uh, become a high a janitor at a, at a local high school, and... On his days off and on the weekends, just to kill time, he uh, adopts the identity of Starbound and puts back on his semi-indestructible spacesuit and uses his vast psychic abilities to fight crime, stop disasters, help people. Now, he's walking around as a custodian. Does he still look like an alien? Absolutely. Okay. So he is not using his vast mental powers to hide himself or... <clears throat> or just no, really no, disguising himself in any Okay. He's pretty open about the fact that he's an alien from a very, very distant planet. <clears throat> yeah, Mott's not gonna like you at all. Probably not. Whoa. He's not trying to invade, he's just he's just stuck here. Mott doesn't care. He's an alien, he shouldn't be here. He shouldn't be here. He Mutant shouldn't be here. Robots should know their place, you know. That kind of stuff. <clears throat> Alright.
So I'm going to be nice and let y'all name the city you're in. Give me a city name. Real city, fake city, it don't really matter. What, uh... Anyone? What country is the city in? <laughs> you're in the U.S. You're in the U.S. Okay. Cincy-Bama. <laughs> Cincy-Bama. <laughs> okay, I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> it's like I got out here and told the internet to name something. To be fair, I was going to go with Dunsbury, so it wasn't much better. And potentially copyright infringing. Wait, is Dunsbury a place? It's a comic strip. It's a comic strip. Oh, that's why it sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess it's, I guess they're still making it. I don't know. The local paper didn't carry it, so I'm not really sure. Uh, Shreveport. Shreveport it is. Alright. Let's see. So, Jay Shreveport is the... Or excuse me. J303, so we can make sure to distinguish between the J's. Uh, Shreveport is where you've settled down. Uh, maybe you're my house with my secret basement. What's in your secret basement? Me. The only thing that can access the secret basement that has my core computing unit is nanobots that I've made. Oh, I got you, I got you, I got you. Your, so, your, your body is kind of a remote-controlled... So you have a J-Cave. Sort of. It's more like I'm buried alive and can send a body out to do stuff for me. Yep. But the most important thing is... I'm not gonna die. <laughs> Hopefully. Alright, so that's where you base yourself out of. Uh, Alright, let me uh, let me put that down on my character real quick. Uh, Saint Moon, you are passing through. You're hanging yeah, out here for can, a few days. We, we can say he was doing some research in uh, New Orleans or something. Man, it's just kind of on his way back out. You know, planning probably planning to go catch back up with Landshark wherever he's currently at. God only knows. Last Saint Moon heard, he was riding off to interview with some supergroup, and then he got a confused text from him, implying that he might be lost in the wrong town. I knew I should have drove him, but I had to work. Which, if I recall, is pretty much how Landshark showed up the last time. Was not sure he was even in the right town. Right. Uh, Anna, would you like Stormbringer to be from Shreveport or just be passing through for some reason? Uh, she could be from Shreveport. Okay. I didn't know if she was one that travels around trying to hero or if she's kind of the doing the hometown hero thing. 
more of a hometown hero. Okay. Alright, so... Jay is... from Shreveport. Stormbringer is from Shreveport. Uh, Starbound! I'm gonna say that he lives in Shreveport. Okay. I know nothing about the actual Shreveport, so, you know. Don't expect a whole lot of detail on the, on the, on the town. But... <clears throat> anyway, it is the weekend. At one of the kind of outdoor malls type areas, or outdoor shopping kind of areas on the uh, waterfront. <clears throat> There's a little, I wouldn't call it a festival, but a little, a little shindig going down. Uh, A nearby museum is putting on a display of Egyptian artifacts and so forth. Uh, it's a it's a display that's been traveling around from museum to museum. It just happens to be here in town uh, this weekend. And there was a, uh, was a large vacant building in one of the uh, uh, like I said, shopping areas, so they kind of set the exhibit up in temporarily. You were about to say something, Tyler? Uh, quick question for the GM. Mm -hmm. Is this the location I think it is? In real life? Uh, probably depends on where, where you think it is, but quite possibly. Does it rhyme with Ridge Street? Possibly. Okay. Look, man, I just need it somewhere. I know, I just saw the bridge and went, I'm pretty sure I know this place. The bridge is kind of distinctive. So, I'm anyway. Sorry, so, your characters are... Uh, possibly in your civilian IDs. Uh, those of you that really kind of have one. As you're, you're through here, you're seeing the sights. Uh, it's the weekend, so... Starbound, you may be in your full outfit. You know, you may be on the rooftop patrolling or however he does it. Or you may, you may just be here, because after all, all this Egyptian stuff would be brand spanking new to you. You know, oh yeah, learn a little history, a little old ancient history of the of the spot I find myself in. Wow, they think five thousand years is old. That's adorable. <clears throat> you're not impressed by the pyramids. Your your people were making pyramid were making buildings with you know stones twice that size. So they were levitating with their minds. These guys are using, you know, 
According to that one movie you saw, Harry Elephant is to do it. Yeah. Not impressed at all. And wheels. They used wheels. <clears throat> so. Would you... Who would be there alone and who would probably be there with other people? Tell me a little bit about your character's social life. Jay. 303. Jay 303. Okay. <laughs> this was a... You, you can just call him 303 for now. <laughs> Number three. Uh, 303's... Kind of just there... With a camera, just snapping pics of the artifacts, kind of seeing what might be worth attempting to get in a personal collection. Does he have a personal collection of artifacts, or is he just looking at this to make anything about starting one? Just thinking about starting one right now. And none of the artifacts nothing... here are. They've got some pretty pieces. They've got some neat-looking pieces. None of it is super valuable. <clears throat> Which is one of the reasons... You know, other than a few of them that just, just the gold are made out of. Mm. Which is part of the reason why they're part of this exhibit that gets shipped around. Uh, you know, there is a fair amount of security. Not that I think Jay was going to, you know, bust out the glass and take something. But it's not really his style. Not today. Because that would be dumb. J303 is not dumb. I don't know. I know a lot of smart people that are plenty dumb. But also, 303 is wearing a black t-shirt that says, Robot on Task. Not one with a robot kind of jutting its butt out that says, I like big bots. No. <laughs> I, I believe that's an actual t-shirt. It is. I think questionable content doesn't. Uh, you're getting some strange looks, but you run around Shreveport all the time, so the locals are, you know, familiar with you. It's still a novelty to actually see you, but nobody freaks out because, you know, everybody's aware that you're around. And no one's confused about what I am. Nope. Because my shirt says robot. <laughs> and your face is human enough looking to not freak people out, but not so close to human that you hit that uncanny valley. You look like right. a robot's supposed to look. Yeah. Close enough to be friendly, not too close enough to be best friendly. Saint Moon. I am assuming Jay would just be traveling on his own. He should be moving on, but he had a little too much tequila last night, so you know he's walking yeah. around to walk it off. He's not an alcoholic. He just drinks to good spirits to keep away the bad spirits. <clears throat> he's not an alcoholic. He's just haunted and drinks a lot. That's all. Yes, that's all. No, no, I mean literally haunted. <clears throat> so you're poking around the exhibits, uh... 
You know I have not looked to see what power exactly how you built Jay. Oh wait, that's the that's the wrong Ramirez. There we go. We may have made a lot of names the same by accident. As you're walking through the exhibit, you start feeling a tingle. It's not... It's not enough of something to make you want to flee or dodge to one side like it might in a fight, but it's that same instinct that tells you to get out of the way of something in a fight. Wait, did we lose somebody? Um, oh. yes, we did. I think we lost the very fellow I was talking to. Rut row. Are you still with us, Curtis? Because I still see him in the Discord, but he dropped off of the Zoom. It would appear we've temporarily lost him. That's unfortunate. Sorry, guys. No, no problem. I guess it looks like I got my internet probably flaked out on me or something. Nah, to be good. Let me uh, re-invite you to the Zoom. All right. All right, there we go. Uh, did you hear any of what I was saying? Uh... Yes, his brujo sense was tingling. Yes, that is exactly what was going on. Uh, I'll look around for anything unusual. Uh, you start looking around and... One of the more valuable pieces, and it's actually in a large, much bulkier uh, uh, container, I guess you'd say, than some of the rest of the stuff, is a, uh, basically it's like a golden mask, like kind of like you'd have on top of a, you know, one of the mummies. And you see standing over it uh, a spirit with a very similar face. Oh, crap. Yeah, his he does have speak with the dead, too. Yep. Which I assume means you could see them to talk to them. Yeah. It's, it's how I'm running with the ability right now, anyway. Yeah, I would assume you could see them. <laughs> He'll just sort of look at it and go, Hola? Uh, let's see. With Speak with the Dead, do you have to share a common language with I the party? I don't know. I wouldn't think that's so. That seems a little too... A little a too picky question. for icons. <laughs> it probably is. 
It is not generally how that sort of ability works with the uh, in comics. Or you could just go the dead know all languages. Well, I do kind of like that too. The language of the spirits, kind of just it speaks to souls, not mouths and bodies. Jay just expects everyone to know what Ola means. Let's see. How did you build Speak with the Dead? What power was that? Uh, literally, I thought it was its own... Oh, maybe it was, maybe it was. Look it up. Nope, I don't see it in the S's. Oh, well, not worth taking up too much time for. So you say hola. If it doesn't respond, I'll say hello. Uh. When you say hola, it, it actually turns its head slightly and looks at you with, with a mild look of surprise over its face. But uh, but it doesn't answer you. It just kind of go. It, you know, it looks at you a little surprised, then it just kind of goes back into its kind of guard position. <laughs> He'll just fold his arms, and it's like, "Sorry, my I can't really do a Mexican accent. I will, but it's going to be bad eventually." <laughs> um, but he'll just say, "If you're expecting me to speak Egyptian, you are out of luck." Uh, he continues to ignore you. Uh, everybody else, everybody not Saint Moon, give me a awareness roll. Oh, yay! J three's really got that rolled down. Don't you worry. Does he now? <laughs> yeah, boy, he does. <laughs> I expected not to roll a six, but I'm in this. Yowza. Okay. What about a uh, Starbound? Oh, I rolled an eight. Oh, I do see that now. Okay, so I rolled a one, so everybody hears it because St. Moon is not being quiet. So y'all are all in there. You're looking at different, uh, different exhibits. Uh, and Starbound, you're in the same position Jay is in. You're getting some looks, but everybody kind of knows you live in the area. So it's, you know, a few people pull their cell phones out, but it's it's mostly just the tourist types that are, that are you know, really kind of rudely taking your picture. I'm just glad I burned that shirt that said, ask me about my plans to conquer your planet, after the third or fourth time I got pulled in by the police for wearing it. 
Yeah, if I was you, would be more worried about the rednecks running around screaming that you're not going to probe them. And pointing the shotguns at you. So yeah, y'all turn around, and there's this Latino guy that seems to be talking to one of the exhibits. Yeah, he pulls out a thermos and takes a sip, and he's talking to nothing, going, You see, now you've got me drinking again. planet is magical. I'm just picturing Starband over there eating popcorn watching. <laughs> this place is great. I mean, I wish I could go home, but... Is everything okay over there, friend? Starbound uh, gets a little bit closer to Jay, or not Jay, uh, move. Well, his, his name is also Jay, but yeah, so it's very confusing. His eyes will kind of bug when he sees you. It's like, oh, you are not, you're not from here either. Now I'm a few uh, trillion light years that way. And he just gestures vaguely. This is my lucky day. Stalking spirits and an alien. Uh-huh. Got a problem with the unquiet dead in these parts? He'll put his thermostat, his thermos away. What problem? I mean, you were talking about spirits, so I oh. kind of assumed you were talking about dead people. Oh, I, I, I was, yes. What do you, what do your people know about spirits? that they make excellent power sources for blenders. That is a joke. Oh, because I was going to say, we should talk. Uh, so, the artifacts here, I guess, uh, they have something stuck to them? I, I don't know. Mr. Stalker's not talking. Well, even among my people, the gift of speaking with the departed is a very rare and treasured talent. So it is a pleasure to meet meet one of your one of meet a human capable of such a feat. Most of us consider it a curse. But at least this guy, he ain't talking. Or I should say, this guy, he ain't talking. So human ghosts are more chatty, I guess. Less respectful. So much like humans themselves. You could say that again. Well, I suppose not everything is just fictional movies, then. Watch a few horror films since I've been here. They're good. At this point, J303 will be, you know, snapping pictures and kind of just inching closer to that conversation. 
kind of like. <laughs> Sometimes he's taking pictures of the blank wall between exhibits because he ain't really paying attention. No, no, his camera aim is perfect. He's a robot. However, he does sneak an eye look over that way <laughs> and snap a picture with his brain. <laughs> he's got like 800 cores. Two cores are handling his photography. He's multitasking. I'm very good at multitasking. A spirit, an alien, and a robot. Ah, yeah, I see him around town every now and then. He's quiet. He's nice. Jay, three or three turns. I exist here. <laughs> and then continues taking pictures. Well, it's not like the alien's going to be freaked out by a robot. <laughs> no, but J303 is specific to say exist and not live. Mm. <laughs> and, and I respect your right to exist. Yeah, that, that, that's a fair, that's a fair use of the English language, I suppose. <laughs> Honestly, I like this guy a lot better than most of the robots I I met. I was still, still in space. I miss space. J three three will will now let his camera hang. And he pulls up his shirt to show a second shirt that says robot in conversation and ties the top of the shirt up and turns to them. Have you tried speaking to the ghost in Egyptian? I would if I spoke Egyptian. Well, allow me to help you. Quickly flips to a piece of paper from a notepad he pulls out of his side and quickly Googles a, a sentence that, you know, tr attempts, attempts his best to basically write off of Google Translate a respectful sentence asking the guard what he's doing and hands a piece of paper. Try this. Let's hope it works. <laughs> I hope you didn't actually write it in Egyptian. <laughs> he'll he'll do his best to, to to read it off. Finally, the spirit over the mask is like, please do not mangle the language of my birth. What the hell is your problem? Even my grandmother learned English after she died. I'm a spirit. I can speak I can speak any language of the living. I simply didn't want to talk to you. Well then go. My soul is bound to this mask to guard it for eternity. That does sound very boring. At least I have a purpose. Can you say the same? Do I need one? And the rest of you are, of course, just hearing his side of this conversation. Yeah, J303 will now put a hand on his shoulder. Need one what? <laughs> He's very concerned. Need one what? <laughs> Don't make any deals. A porpoise. Everyone needs a porpoise. A porpoise? I mean, you 
Stormbringer. You are a couple of displays over watching this whole conversation go down. But to, which is, you're still kind of a rookie. Maybe you fought some of the old people a couple of weeks back. But other than that, this is probably the weirdest thing you've seen since you started heroing. As you have this obvious alien and robot standing around. Talking to this dude who is, you know, you don't know what's in that thermos, but he's clearly drinking something and talking to a golden mask. Well, if he's standing there drinking something and then just talking to the mask, she's going to assume he's drunk and ignore him. And the robot talking to him. She's going to walk up and say hey to her old school custodian, Mr. Quash. <laughs> Who is uh, Zach's character? Mm-hmm. His name I've forgotten. So, so why are you guarding the mask? This is an artifact of incredible power. None of these barbarous modern day people seem to realize it, though. They have lost so much knowledge. Gained some in other areas, but... Toilets. Toilets are neat. Toilets are nice. Well, they would be nice. Well, you're lucky you didn't have... Lucky the show didn't go to New Orleans. They would have known what it was. He just looks at... The, he takes a close look at the mask. Yeah, you've got no idea what it is. Uh, outside of your mythos. But... Way... But, uh, yeah, as you look at it, yeah, you see some telltale signs, or you, you feel, it's like you feel some, some power emanating out of it. Uh, something tied to the divine, perhaps. You look like you're thinking. And he'll look over to the others and say, my apologies. I am being rude. Maybe I can open up this conversation to the rest of you. Especially since you helped me talk to this guy in Egyptian, Mr. Robot. Oh, really? He's a spirit and he only speaks Egyptian? That's weird. Well, he's speaking English now. He's just an ass. Oh. Yeah, they're typically the ones that get tied to items. I mean, beep boop information. As <laughs> he looks around the room. Now, while this is going on, y'all seen a young lady approach. Uh, uh, what can I think of? Starbound didn't really introduce himself to you, so you don't really know what to call Starbound. The alien. I'm not sure Jay even introduced himself. They just started talking. So anyway, I see a young lady walk up and start talking to the alien. Hey, Mr. Quash, what's going on? Haven't seen you in a... Ah, Miss Alessa, how are you? Eh, you know, it's the weekend. Just doing my... Doing the whole superhero thing, and... Eh, I'm about to get in a little bit of your culture. 
Mm, I'm supposed to be looking for a job, but I kind of got sidetracked. Eh, pretty post-scarcity civilizations. Needing to labor to survive. I mean, wait, crap, I'm stuck doing that. <sighs> I hate this planet. Me too, champ. You hear a voice from the side. Alright, now what was St. Moon going to do to try to open the conversation up? I, I was um, going to see if I could expand my Speak of the Dead power. Like, add an extra, use my magic to add an extra. So that everybody else can join in on the conversation. Uh, that should be easy enough to do. Basically, use your magic to, like, uh, oh, what is it? Is it, is, is it a communication? Is it a power call communication? Basically, set up a sort of, yeah. mechanically, you'd be set, it'd be like you were setting up a mental link. So everybody yeah. can perceive the spirits that you perceive. Right. Uh, and you have got, oh, you got quite a bit of magic. But... It's not stable. Oh, yeah. What does unstable do? Is that a roll you got to make to make it work? Uh, I think it gives you the ability to decide if it works or if it does something horrible. Different. Well, it doesn't have to be horrible, but it could be. All right. Let's see here. I think that's in front of the power section. Unpredictable, which is just a works or doesn't work. Unstable. If you use your power in a fight or other tense situation, roll a die. On a one or two, the power goes off at random rather than doing what you intend. I would not say this is a particularly tense situation, though. So, you know, you can kind of use your power in kind of everyday stuff like this without worrying about it too much. It's if you're in a, a fight or some other high stress something. So that just takes that just takes you around to figure out what you want to do. You know, you we you know however it is you do your magic. And suddenly all of you can see this old Egyptian guy. I mean he doesn't look like physically old, but you know, he's dressed old kind of hovering a few feet off the ground kind of back behind the mask he probably recites a verse from some cheesy Halloween song this is ritual so now all of you can see it Who says that? Elicited. Okay. You whispered, so I couldn't tell who it was on it over there. J303 will take a picture with his brain and then see if he sees the spirit in the brain picture. He does. Neat. Spirit <laughs> photography. That's a business I could get into. Uh, and he'll just continue talking to the spirit so friend 
What does the mask do? It is not for me to inform mortals. It is merely for me to guard the mask against them. Typically, I simply sleep. I'm not generally this aware of my surroundings. But something has me... stirred up today. Something has me tense. And he's looking at all of y'all a little suspiciously, you know. If I was going to steal this mask, I would have done so already. But that is illegal. Wrong. And I don't want to go to jail again. It's very cold. <laughs> uh, everybody give me an awareness check. Because now we're all doing this thing that we shouldn't <laughs> be doing. Oh, I don't roll dice. <laughs> did, you, did you roll a physical dice? I did. Well, I pulled it out because <laughs> I thought I might need to randomly determine if Adidas steps in or not. Okay. So, yeah. so I, I had to die out and I just rolled it out of habit. Am I going to roll a one every time I roll a dice today? I kind of hope so. It makes things That'd a make a fairly time. boring game, though. I don't know. Watching your reaction build up would be kind of exciting. <laughs> Will he explode on camera? Will he wait till the camera's off? Uh, all you notice one security guards is kind of inching towards you. He didn't really start doing it. He was watching Jay or Saint Moon a little bit when he started talking to the stuff because he thought, oh, this guy may be drunk. You really think it's when Starbound went, if I wanted to steal this thing, I already would have. <laughs> that the security guard's going, oh, I'm going to mosey on over here. Uh, it's because I'm Mexican, isn't it? Was that, was it, was that end game? <laughs> uh, the spirit looks at you. I have no idea what that is. You look kind of like the people that live across the great ocean, but do you call that place Mexico now, or Mexico, or whatever? He, whatever he would derive Mexican from. <laughs> it's like part of it. Oh, okay. Man, they those northern thieves that stole me out of the out of my homeland really have moved me moved me a far ways off. Let me make an awareness check for our good friend here. He's a guard, so he should have a decent awareness. <clears throat> so he's talking to all of y'all and glancing around. And he glances at Alyssa. But she hasn't really spoken directly to him. So she hadn't really got his attention, but he glances at her, and you see him do kind of a double take and really kind of focus on her. Uh, Starbound's going to get a little bit between her, between the spirit and Alyssa, just to, 
this was one of his kids a few months ago, so he's still kind of protected. He doesn't make any move towards her. And it's a worried look on his face, not like he's angry or something. And he just sort of looks at her. What are you? Uh, a mutant? Behind all of you, you hear the, you hear the, the security guard go, oh God. Beside the mutant, you see J33. Oh no. I get in trouble enough with Mott as is. I just look at the spirit and say, I know you've been dead a long time, but that's a girl. <laughs> J33 being <laughs> laughing. Uh, he focuses back on Jay. Someone with, your, someone with your abilities should know that things can be so much more than they initially appear. And with that, you hear some glass breaking at the front of the building. Uh-oh. Uh, you hear... Uh, you, hear over. you hear the... <laughs> the what, what was that? Well, I guess break time's over. <laughs> uh, and you hear some people scream. Uh, and uh, some of the alarms go off as the... You recognize it as a fire alarm where somebody must have hit one of the side doors that, you know... One of the fire fire doors, basically. But, you know, sprinklers don't come on. There's no smoke. You don't, you know... It's just somebody is... You're tripping one of the alarms on those doors, getting out. Uh, the spirit's eyes snap up to where, you know, looking at the front, towards the front of the building. This display was more towards the back. Like I said, it was a little more heavily guarded than, than some of the rest of them. Now, you see several security guards running that direction. The one that was paying special attention to y'all still seems to hang around y'all, though. So what do y'all do? Do you run from the screaming or towards the screaming? Or do we stand our ground and guard the mask? Starbound will fly towards the screaming. This is going to run towards the screaming. Alright, as you approach the front, you see an individual... Dressed in some very shiny armor. Uh, it's very stylized. Uh, let's see. Don't know how many of you would pick up on it. Jay's a computer. He would probably start noticing. Bits of it look like it belongs to different cultures. I mean, it's all one, clearly one design, and, you know, it all fits together. But it's like whoever designed it kind of took bits and pieces and elements from all over the world. 
and from the looks of it, the shattering glass was it had grabbed a security guard and pitched him through the front window. Oh, that's rude. This cannot be good. And it is slowly walking towards the back of the building, you know, looking at all the display cases, but not taking anything yet. J303 realizing this is not a situation that, you know, going to be avoidable since I know what he's going to look for. J303 will shout, Oh no! It's my greatest enemy! Captain Cultural Appropriation! <laughs> Except you don't know that he's appropriating the cultures. He could be to the, belong to the cultures. He's in a fully concealing mask. So, you know. I don't name him. He names himself. He named himself Captain Cultural Appropriation for all I know. That's just his name. You've never seen the likes of him before. No, but I can act like I have. No, but I can lie. I mean, beep boop. Robots can't lie. Beep boop. Well, they could lie if they were programmed to lie. Fair enough. They could lie if they thought that would protect humans from harm. There's a whole Isaac Asimov short story about that. So does Captain Appro Cultural Appropriation make any response? If you don't get in his way, he's, if, if, like people are running away from him and stuff, and even the ones that run kind of close to him, if they don't get in his way or bother him, he doesn't seem to bother them. You're assuming the security guard must have seen him and like stepped up to him. Well, without our... Starbound's going to try and grab hold of him with his telekinesis. Alrighty. of the mind and you resist telekinesis with strength I believe so or is it something you dodge like it was a ranged attack telekinesis Alright, so you roll with your coordination to make the attack. So that's a 12 coordination, so he rolls his coordination. Alright, so you have picked him up in the air. And what is the ranks of your telekinesis? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. You can pick up plenty of weight then. I believe this is far enough, Captain Cultural Appropriation. Star of Starbound. 
it's he's struggling for a second, but and when you call him that, he looks at you, and you actually hear through the mask, kind of muffled through the mask. What? That's uh, that's what the J called you back. Then. Is is your name not Captain Cultural Appropriation? No, I'm a sword saint. Faulty data search. Sorry. And as he says that, he makes fists and these kind of energy blades appear an inch or so above the back of his hand and kind of jut out. They have kind of a gold and fiery look to them. But he brings one up and fires it at Starbound. Ooh, nice. And you get out of the way, no problem. Such violence is thoroughly unnecessary. Alright, let's go ahead and get initiatives before we do any any more rolling. Go ahead and throw your pogs down on this top of this white building here. That will be the building you're in. Uh, any of you that ran forward to see what was going on would be up towards the front of it. The rest of you would still be towards the back. Oh, can you give me like a wrench or something? Realize oh, that's quick right. We don't have a... Or we have not done a... Specific token for you, have we? And we can't throw our tokens down. And at this point, I started to think it's because they're images that we uploaded ourselves. Hmm. Come on, I had one of the. Ah, yes, we will give we will give Jay the robot for right now. So I a little more aggressive, but yes. Well, it was a villain I was playing in in the DC Universe game. Ah. He had a somewhat Ultron sort of look outlook on the world. Sword Saint. And then we need Lisa. Alright, uh, can you two control your tokens now that I've thrown them down? Yes, sir. Okay. And that just leaves us needing one for... It's... Oh, no, no, El Bruja's got one. Oh, wait, that's the wrong... <laughs> that's the wrong... I keep grabbing the wrong Ramirez for some reason. Well, they are related. Yes, and they're right next to each other. 
So let's see, Starbound was confronting him. So we're going to assume everybody else was at least a little bit back behind that. And don't worry too much about the scale. This is just kind of a visual representation of where you're at in regard to the whole area in play. Scale always is and will be a weird thing in superhero games, so... Yeah, and it's one of those things, like I've, I think I've mentioned it before, that, yeah, Icons isn't really designed for the miniatures, per se. But it's such a... Comics is a visual medium that I like having something visual... Yeah, I'd be better off getting some of the getting maps kind of styled like the old TSR Marvel game. Well, you might have Central Park and it would just be divided into four or five areas so you could kind of tell, you know, who all was close enough together to be interacting. Oh, that's a good idea. Kind of think about it, I could take pictures like this map and just draw the lines and divide it into areas. Oh, well, something for a later date. And that's kind of what Icons is set up to do, that, and I think Fate's kind of similar. The way they have their range bands and stuff. Can confirm. Okay. Oh, yeah, so we were going to roll initiative, so his coordination is a three. Oops. That's an old initiative. Move all turns. And now I give everybody a turn. So if you've already rolled your initiative, just go ahead and type it in on your guy. Uh, and I gotta give it's Taylor coordination. I always forget. Uh, coordination. That goes on it too. <laughs> Pretty sure means I'm last. Okay, that one represents character represents J three oh three. All right. See if you can move your guy now. I can. Right. Okay. And bad guy got a five. Stormbreaker, wow, Stormbreaker got a 12. Starbound got a 9. And Jay got a 2. Alright, so Starbound and the Sword Saint had their little exchange. Uh, and then kind of the full initiative, you know. Then everybody else is kind of like, clearly, you know, everybody else is going, okay, clearly this is not going to be something we talk out. Man, just dive on in. Top of the order is Stormbringer. Except Stormbringer is currently uh, dressed as Elisa. Alyssa. Excuse me. So do you attack this guy with your powers in plain clothes? Do you duck out of sight to change? What do you do? I'm going to find a place to chain. Okay. Uh, give me an awareness roll. 
Okay. You're glancing around. You see you see a restroom sign. You dive into the ladies' room. Ah, classic mistake. For once, there's not a lie. No, no, you, you dive into the men's restroom, so when you get changed, people all think you're a dude who changed. It's that extra layer of secrecy. I see, I see. Uh, so you run in there. Uh, you start changing without any trouble. You hear a little kind of whimpering from the very back stall. And then you hear somebody talking to the police, you know, on their, you know, somebody is, is hiding in the back stall and it's clearly called 911. But they're not, you know, they can't see you, so you have no problems changing without anybody spotting you. Or if you had low, r- rolled lower on your awareness, you'd have just ducked behind a display and maybe somebody would have spotted you, maybe not. Nah. But that is your move, that is your, your turn. All right, Starbound, you are currently holding this guy. He took a shot at you rather than trying to break loose. Uh, like you just said, such that, such violence is completely unnecessary. And I'm just going to smack him really hard on the ground with my telekinesis. All right, have you bought telekinesis with an attack extra? Uh, I thought it could be used as an attack. Let's see. Like you could move objects. Could move objects in visual range. I am pretty sure that just doing direct damage with it requires the extra. Ah. Basically, what you could do with him right here is, uh. Like basically, basically wrestling at a distance. You know, you could put him into you, you know, the hold condition or whatever. I got you. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do that. Okay. So that is, I think, your strength versus his strength. The strength of your telekinesis, of course, it's rank. Or let's see. Yeah, power level is treated as strength for lifting and moving things. Uh, and your willpower is used like the coordination, so. But your strength versus his strength. So you need to beat an eight. That got three ranks. Let's see. Wrestling. That's a major. That is a complete hold. He is fully restrained. and can take no actions except to attempt to escape. So you've got his arms pinned to his side and, you know, he's struggling against you. I take it, so- Mr. Sword Saint, you are here for the mask. When you're doing that, his head snaps down. How would somebody like you even know about the mask? What are you really on this? Your powers! 
Is that why you're on this planet? Mind powers. Mind powers are why you're on this planet. Oh, okay. Let's see. Saint Moon. Um. Does the does the sword guy his armor appear to be made of metal? Uh, at a glance, you would think so. Yes. This would probably kill the link everybody has to talk to the spirit. Um, but I am going to use my magic to gain metal control. Okay. So that would be... Let's see, would we do that with like elemental control? Or would we do that with telekinesis? Or how would we do that? It is... I thought it was its own power group. Uh, if you've got yeah, if you've got power unlimited, it may be. I'm just sitting here with the basic book. Oh, but you know all the powers in that were built using the basic, you know, just applying extras and stuff. So, right, right, right. So yeah, be looking at it. I mean, it, it, you're using your magic, so it'll take you this round to get it going. He did by instantaneous, but I don't mind this taking a round at all. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he did. Instantaneous, unstable. Ooh, and it's unstable, and this is combat, so... Yeah. There gets to be that role, too. Yeah, and it may be under... It'd be under control, and it may be matter control in the, the original. Oh, yeah, it probably would Basic. Be But I know all the elemental, like the earth elemental control essentially works like it essentially works like telekinesis against that particular something. Right. But uh But I'd get to shape it too, in theory. Uh Yeah, shape something like armor, I would probably give it a roll to resist. It's hard well, to sure, whatever. Yeah. But uh, go ahead and give me the. Is it a one d six? You got to roll for the unstable. Yes. All right. Let's see. Yeah. Roll a die. Oh crap! What did we? Oh, we rolled a two. <laughs> we rolled a two. And that means dear grandmama takes over. Now, what is your grandmother's motivation? What is it she wants to do? Why does she take over? Uh, she doesn't like being dead. She wants to return to the world of the living. And her little Pepito is... Uh, she just has a natural... Uh, Gate, gateway to him. Because she doesn't actually have magic. She's really using his magic when she takes over. Okay, so she still has... She still has basically 
his abilities. It's just her personality well, that takes over. Her, yeah, well, her her magic boosts up a little bit because she's better at it than he is. She's, okay. but yeah, she's basically has his same powers. Her, just her hers magic, is stable. Yeah, stable at a, at a higher level. Now, does he physically change into her? No. Or did everybody else just look back and suddenly he's in a he's in a different stance and now he's talking like a grandmother? Yeah. Yeah, the first thing she might do would be to uh, change his boots into high heels or something. So you roll she that, had... she takes over and spends her first round transmuting his clothing into something more appropriate for her. Yeah. She might even do the whole, uh, I forget what the name of the lady that painted that picture I used, Frida or something. Frida Kahlo? Uh, possibly. But, you know, but I picked that painting because the woman never, the woman had a beard and never shaved, but she did a self-portrait. That made me laugh. So yeah, he starts casting a spell, and it's his. It's not that it's a different voice; it's just that he's. It's like he's pitching his voice different all of a sudden. Uh, with everything else going on, you may not even notice. And it is the Sword Saint's turn. All right, he tries to break out, which again is his strength versus your telekinesis ranks, Zach. The number to beat is a seven, as I roll another one. Ooh. <clears throat> when he can't get out this time, you hear him through the mask. Uh, Parlay. All units, this is Sword Saint 16. Converge on my location. We have enhanced opposition. Oh, that doesn't sound good. But that is all he can do for this round as he continues to struggle. <laughs> J303. That's a big number. Is there a... Hmm. J303 will look to the security guard. Permission to grab... Permission to hand you the artifact so you can run? Uh, uh, you guys look like you got him under control. Because the ma the ma he the guard is further back behind you, and the mask does kind of muffle this dude's voice when he's not intentionally, uh. you know, broadcasting it out. So the guard doesn't appear to have heard what he was saying. We're not really supposed to open the the the, uh, the display. You know, it's it's reinforced. It's it's bulletproof glass, resistant glass. 
Why does existence have to be cruel to me? J3A3 will turn back around towards the Sword Saint. And attempt to interface to see if there's anything electronic in that suit. Oh, wait, no, no. Yes, yeah, interface is visual, so yes, I can attempt that. Yeah, you can attempt it on pretty much any computer system you can look at. Yeah. Is there anything, any computer system within that to access? There is. Uh, interface requires... Because in this case, you know, it's going to have some security to keep you out. Images, immortality, interface. Alright. This you interface with and access information from a computer at visual range. Use the higher of your interface or intellect levels. Including appropriate specialties. So if you've got computers or technology or something. Oh, thank goodness I can use my intellect for this. Let's see. When operating computers. Against intelligent computer systems, including self-aware robots, this power works like telepathy. Right, this, is not, this is not a self-aware computer system. But it does have, it does have security protocols. So... Give me a roll using either your ranks or your intelligence plus right. specialties, whichever is higher. It'll be the D6 plus my intelligence plus my technology. Chat, and I roll a I two. Sweet mammy jammy. I'm a robot made of two human brains that are now robot brains. Some of this stuff is just intuitive. Wee. So you beat him by like four levels of success. Neat. So you download all the information on the system. Uh, it's and not. Luckily, I'm, a, I'm a super fast computer, so let's figure out what this is. All right. While this stuff is high tech, it is not super complicated. You, this is not a sort of Iron Man armor you've tapped into. Uh, there is some strength augmentation to it. It has the, you know, energy swords, which can also be fired off as blasts. Uh, the, uh, it's some pretty good communication equipment. It's, it's a really nice kind of comm unit set up based on the functions of the programming. You're quite certain that the inside of the helmet's got like a, augmented reality kind of visor thing. You know, where they can see, where he could receive information via text, where he could go through different, you know, visual modes, probably. Mm. Well, actually, with that role, yes, he can go through different visual modes. Uh, but there's not... There's no tracking. There's no recording, like, where it's been or keeping up with his movements. Uh... There is stored on a on a essentially like a flash drive sized storage uh, storage you know somewhere in the you know hundred hundred ish gigs. It's got you know a map of the facility where the display is you know where the building is. It's got pictures of the mask, so it is so this verifies for you that the mask is what he's after. Uh, the only clue you get as to who or what he is is something called Pantheon. There's a reference to something called Pantheon. 
You think Great. it's an organization, maybe? And, you know, you probably managed to get a little bit of information on, like, some of the parts of the armor, you know, manufacturers and whatnot. Because mm. some of the electronics have, you know, its own BIOS built in or, you know, little bits of software that you can use to identify it. Uh, how much of that am I able to shut off for this guy? Uh, let's see. With that role, you bypass the security... You could, you can turn off the communications gear. You can turn off the augmented reality portion. Uh, the enhanced strength is kind of on an automated system. It doesn't really turn off as long as it's getting power. So until the, you don't think you could turn that off until the batteries run down. Uh, with the augmented reality turned off, his assistance with aiming is turned off, however. So you're pretty certain he won't shoot as well if you turn that off. Alright, can I cut off the AR and speak through his communicator without speaking out loud? Yes, I don't have a problem with that. Cool. Yeah, I tell him, hey, can you, can you just leave and come back tomorrow? What? What? Who? I won't be here tomorrow. Can you just leave and come back tomorrow? Who is this? The robot. Oh. Uh. Oh wait, I'm not thinking about. I'm not thinking about who this guy really is. Uh. No, I'm under orders to retrieve the mask. So retrieve the mask, I must. Uh, if you just want to split, I will order my guys to just let you go. I mean, we, we, we have no interest in you. Uh, J3 kind of is now out loud and to the suit at the same time. Alright, if we just quit, he's willing to let us go, but uh, I don't know what the mask does, so I'm afraid to give it to him. So all of you heard that. Through the comm unit you hear, the mask is a pathway to the gods. Their power will be ours. Humanity will, will, will rule themselves as gods. And it sounds... It sounds like a very often quoted sort of thing he's saying. He sounds a little fanatical, a little pass me the Kool-Aid when he says it. <laughs> I hope it's lime. So, as, as J33 is recording this, well, uh... I guess we gotta make it through this, and then we report this to Spear. 
move on with our lives, everybody. That sounds like an acceptable course of action. Stormbringer, never you're... stop speaking like this. I love it. I'm loving Starbound's voice. I'll be honest with you. All right, Starbound or Star, uh, Stormbringer. You step out of the bathroom. You have missed that entire part of the conversation. You are now stepping out of the bathroom. I'm gonna kick out the door and shoot lightning at the guy. Alright, fire. Oh man, it was the best he could roll too. Alright, so twelve. So that is a major success. I'm assuming that lightning is a blasting attack and not a shooting attack. Yes. Alright, so that result does not that is not a kill result then. Let's see, it is a major success, however. Would you like your lightning to have a slamming effect or a stunning effect? Because I can, uh, I can see either one working, but you know. I guess stunning. Okay. Bah. You said you've seen Unison knock people into walls. And say you're a big fan of him and you don't even copy his powers. Alright then. She can't copy his powers. Alright, so, she does, what's her, her, she's got what, eight ranks in that, or seven? What is the rank in your lightning guys? Seven. Seven, okay. Alright, so he's got a couple points of uh, armor. Still, it's a, still, that's a decent little chunk of his health right there. And then versus the full seven, he makes his say strength. Oops. Too many. And Anna, if you would give me a roll of a D six plus seven for your power ranks. So he's not stunned, but you did uh, you did damage to him, and you hear him scream inside the armor. Ah. And then it is Starbound. Uh, Starbound's gonna fling him through the nearest window. All right, he goes. Shooting out into the out in front of the building. Do you throw him through the already busted out window, or do you bust out another window? Bust out a new window because that's more dramatic. 
And he's been studying superheroes. He knows drama is what it's all about. <laughs> Not entirely incorrect. Oh no, it's drama and property damage. Right, we'll That's what sells. Alright. Uh, we're going to give it one more point of damage for that. And through the window, you can see him laying there. Oh, and kind of slowly starting to push himself up. As four more armored figures run up. Presumably to assist him. Yay, free problems. Oh, it's probably going to get worse. Oh, undoubtedly. Well, you know, you handled the first one without too much trouble, so. I think I'm about to make it worse when it's my turn. <laughs> that is a distinct possibility. All right, so they're all grouped outside. They come running up. Uh, they're in identical armor. Which now causes you to think that these may be the grunt troops. And they will they will go in the same initiative that, that he was already going on, so... And now it is not Jay's turn, but what is Grandmama's name? Adita. It is Adita's turn. She's like, Yaga always picks such lousy friends. And she goes, and if this mask is so powerful because Jay had hung back to do his spells... Um, she's going to break the glass and grab the mask. If, okay. if she's able. What is she using to break the glass? She just is um, she, Does she physically punch it? or? Well, uh, she doesn't really have any powers other than casting yet another spell. Um, so she's just going to try to break it. If nice. there's something handy uh, that she can grab... To use as a club on the glass, she will. But. Uh, there is a little area that's got like some kind of those silk rope things, like you have at the movies sometimes. So you got the metal stand. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, yeah. She'll use one of those. Okay. And I assume she's got Jay's strength. Yeah. And now that I think about that, I don't know how strong he is, but I'm assuming at least average he's, dude he, strong. Yeah, he's not super strong. No, no, but threes. Yeah, three's... You know, I think two is average, so, you know... He's, a, he's a decent-sized dude in decent shape, so... So he can definitely hoist one of those posts up. And, and that's just... without the benefit of the post. Alright. 
won't make you roll to hit, so plus three to strength. Let me roll. Let's see. Benchmark. How stout is material leather, plastic, brick, aluminum. Let's see. Bulletproof glass or bullet resistant glass. Let's see. Brick or aluminum level. Because the stuff's pretty stout. I will give you a plus. We'll give you basically a plus two for the makeshift club because it is weighted at the bottom, so that helps. So ten is the number the glass has to beat. To... And it doesn't. So basically, uh, Adita grabs it up. Hits it once, it doesn't quite break, but it starts cracking some, and then she, you know, she kind of goes bap, rears back, and when she hits it again, yeah, it shatters. Uh, as you, as she's doing that, the security guard's like, "Sir, no, sir, no." Ah, you will not sir me. Oh, uh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to assume anything. <laughs> <coughs> And she'll do her little speech like, I am Adita Ramirez, La Dominia Dragana, daughter of the second son, and this mask is mine. Until she says this mask is mine, uh, it's like he didn't even realize you were stealing it. <laughs> because the other Jay had gone, you know, let me right, let right. me break it out and give it to you to, to to get off to run away with it. So he thought at first it's like he thought Adita was was following through with that plan. Uh, but he's like, no, ma'am, that mask belongs to uh, oh Egypt, basically. But it's whatever institution is in charge of Egyptian artifacts in Egypt. It's only on loan to us. Yeah, they can have it back when I'm finished. Ma'am, he starts going for his gun. I'm going to have to ask you to step away from the mask. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's all I can do this turn. Yeah, and, and he's, you know, he's not immediately shooting you. He's waiting to see, yeah. you know, he pulls the gun, but it's like, you know, he's waiting to see what your reaction because you, you have smashed it and dropped the post, presumably, but you right, haven't right, actually right. grabbed the mask yet. But I figured selfish is her defining characteristic. There's no way she's going to let something with the power of the gods slip away without trying to use it to get what she wants. And then it is the Sword Saint's turn. And the four out in front of the uh, storefront, they don't even stop to check on their buddy. They just, they just file past him. 
they all move in here. Uh, let's see. Red will shoot at... Let's see. Red saw the lightning bolt. So he's going to shoot at the girl that shot the lightning bolt. So that's a four coming at uh, Stormbringer. Give me a coordination roll. He goes to shoot you, and you move like Grease Lightning. Get out of the way. And you pour yourself a drink. Yes, I pour myself a drink. <laughs> GM means thirsty work. What can I say? All right. So that was red. Blue will fire at... Let's see. Jay has not really done anything to make himself to be a threat. And he's further back in the store. So blue is also going to fire at Alyssa. Okay. He gets He'll a little... Start ganging up on her. So that's another coordination roll. Got to be the six. Okay, when I say you've got to be a six, you don't actually have to be a six. You know, you, you, you can get hit once. I don't mind. <laughs> All right, this brown or gold or whatever color that dot is. Him and Green are firing at Starbound. So it is a seven from the first one. You know, and all of them are just bringing up those sword things in the back of their hands and firing them at you. And the second one. Who rolls even worse? And you roll even better. Alright. And Starbound, you would recognize that this the energy weapons they're using are above the standard tech level of the planet. Uh, though in your time here, you realize, of course, that plenty of supervillains and, you know, you, what they refer to as super tech here, you know, you have lots of individuals that have a, a higher tech level than the planet as a whole. And wrapping up the this round is J three oh three. Huh. Come on, you know Jay wants to be heroic. Uh, not really. I'm a loser. Um, and I am not smart currently, and I do not have a plan. 
Um, I'll be right back, guys. Okay. Wait, when I interfaced, did they have anything to detect where the mask was in the suit? They merely had they had a map of the uh, area showing them where the display was set up, where the where the uh uh you know, the, not not just the display of the mask, but the entire Egyptian thing is set up. And a picture of the mask. He was, When the first one walked in, he was literally looking at all the exhibits as he walked by looking for the mask. They don't have, like, a detector or... All right. Google Maps telling him exactly where the dot is. Then Jay is going to use his gadgets ability to attempt to make a short-range teleportation device. Okay. That will take you around to start piecing together. Yep. It'll basically create a field in between a couple of different bots to just teleport a section of matter. Okay, now you, when you teleport stuff, you you pretty much have to teleport uh, the entire object. Right. Well, like, it, it's going to be designed to take, like, the entire stand and all with it. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Basically, it opens up, I mean. it opens up at, like, at floor level under the stand or something, so it drops through kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that works. I'll just teleport it somewhere else for a little bit and then bring it back. <laughs> right, but it takes you, but give up. with your gadgeteer, it takes you around to get the gadget, you know. Right, going. an attempt to make the gadget. Let's see. Oh. Alright, so Jay starts cobbling something together. Stormbringer, four more of these guys have busted through. Two of them have shot at you. Two of them have shot at, shot at your janitor, buddy. Both of you easily got out of the way. Uh, can I use my weather powers to like, blast a couple of them out with wind or something? Let me see. What does weather control give you by default? Do you have any extras or anything on the weather control? Just flight, I think. Flip back to the W's, and I bet it's under control. Let's see. Cosmic power. Elemental control. Yes, and weather is one of those. All right. You can move into the technicians. You're part of it. Essentially, it functions like telekinesis, 
So I would say, yes, you can blow one of them back. I would like to do that, then. All right. Uh, which one? Give me a color. Red. Okay. So it will be so you functioning like telekinesis. It uses your willpower as your coordination. So you make you make the attack roll with your willpower. Oh. Versus his coordination. Hey, would I add my uh, weather power to it? Uh, no. The weather power is basically the strength at which you knock them back when you hit. Okay. All right. So he manages. He manages to kind of stand his ground as this wind sweeps across him. Starbound. Uh, is there anything in here that looks heavy but not particularly expensive? Like I said, other than the mask, there's not a whole lot in here that's super expensive by the standards of, you know, Egyptian artifacts. None of it's cheap, though. The best you could probably do is some of those little posts like uh, Adita used to break the glass. You know, that holds little silk ropes. All right, I'll fling a few of those... At Green's direction. All right, give me a. Uh, it's it's will willpower for your coordination. So give me a willpower roll. Oh, that's for. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He he doesn't see it coming. Probably because he's focused on you, so you kind of doing and flicking something from the side into him catches him off. Uh, and what is the level of your telekinesis? Eight. Uh, let's see. Ooh. He went from untouched to not all right pretty quickly. Uh, let's see. And you beat him by a phenomenal amount. So he's going to have to roll versus slam. So give me a roll with your telekinesis power rank that he has to resist with his strength. And that is a slam. So I said it came from his side. So it knocks him narrowly avoiding his buddies. Basically over to the far side. 
He doesn't actually hit the far wall, but he drops he drops kind of right in front of it. And we'll have to spend his next round, you know, getting himself up and oriented. Cool. Adita. She does not, um, I'm assuming, still have the metal control powers since she changed her. I would say her her taking over, yeah, she's kind of at the default at the moment. Okay. Well, she's got instantaneous too. Um, the guard's still, th- guard still threatening her with the He's gun. He's got the gun right? out. He's asking her to step back. Is she going to turn him into something unnatural? I'm trying to decide. I think. Oh, there's got to be a. She's going to use her magic to do emotion control. Okay. What emotion Um, is she trying to inspire in him? Uh, because she's Adina, she might do lust or infatuation, even though she's in a guy's body. Um, she's like, you don't want to hurt me. The mask is much safer with me than with these Pantheon guys. Uh, I only see. want to borrow it for a little bit. That sounds like you're trying to inspire trust in him. Yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll work. Okay. Uh, let's see. Choose a target in visual range. Make it a motion control versus awareness test. So in this case, you'd be rolling your ranks in magic. Right. And he would resist with his awareness. Poor guy. So actually, roll. do I roll on my magic score or do we just use the magic score? Uh, I think... That sounds like we just used the magic Use score. a target in visual range. No, make an emotion control versus awareness test, so we'd both be rolling. He immediately holsters the gun. That's a great idea. Here, grab it. I'll show you the back door. What an excellent plan. Jay, you hear this entire exchange. (laughs) When Adita is in control, does your Jay know what's going on? Or is it like he's asleep? Uh, I would think I always kind of envisioned that she knew what was going on. He did not. I mean, like, if she could watch him and know what's going on in the mm-hmm. in the world of the living, but he's not, he can't do that. It's like he's got a backseat in his brain now, where yeah, when she's not in control, really... it's like she's hovering around watching. Right. Okay.
They'll have some explaining to do with <laughs> He wakes up. There's tequila all around him. He's wearing he's wearing high heels and he's got this mask in his hand. Oh. <laughs> it's like not again. No movie be yeah, never mind. Let's go try to say something in Spanish. <laughs> Alright, so that was that was the Ramirez's turn. Uh, you hear the sword saints. You hear one of them go, Somebody else is stealing the mask. Get back there. And the one in red goes moving kind of past everybody else. You know, ignoring Stormbringer, ignoring Jay. And he is running straight for Adita. Uh, and as I, as I assume Adita is starting to reach for the mask, he'll take a shot at her. Alrighty. So that is coordination or danger sense if she's got that. She's supposed to, but I don't see it on the sheet, so I must have screwed up when I did it. Let's see. Which means probably well, she, didn't pay well, for the points. Anyway, or maybe, maybe that's just an odd ability he's got that she doesn't. Yeah, could be. Like, I, I'm assuming... I. I, I I'm assuming if it's not on the sheet, I didn't pay the point, so yeah, yeah, I, I intended it to be there. I, I don't think we want to. We don't want to go there. All right, so so yeah, just at the last minute, you catch a little reflection, a little spark of light in the mask, and jerk your head to one side as a blast passes between her face or her grandson's face and the mask, and strike the bulletproof glass in the back, and it cracks. Doesn't completely shatter, but it cracks up pretty good. The orange guy takes another, or gold, whatever that is, takes another shot at Starbound. And misses, and I've realized just how dumb I am. They've got swords. Why do they keep shooting? They're better at using them as swords. <laughs> It made sense when there was, you know, when, they, when you were the entire length of the building, a distance from each other. All right, blue is going to run up and slash at. Uh, hmm, he was attacking Alyssa to begin with, but Starbound has not one of his buddies for a loop, so he's going after Starbound. So he runs up and just slashes at you with those blades. Much better. Yikes. Dodge that, you little gray freak. Wait, is it coordination or prowess to avoid a 
Physical attack. Uh, prowess. This would be prowess. Let me reroll. Okay. Is your prowess not as high? Oh, yep, yeah, that's a, that'll sting. That will indeed sting. Alright, so the blades do five points of damage. Does Starbound have any no, armor no or And he's down to four stamina. That, uh, that stung. Yep, yep. Oh, when you were talking about the indestructible spacesuit, I assume that was some armor, but no, that's just your life support and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. It, it, the suit itself can't be damaged, but that doesn't mean I can't be hurt while wearing it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But you've got a healing gizmo, so you know. Stan, right now, Starbound is just belting out curse, uh, every curse he knows and knows in multiple languages. None of you have a clue what he's saying. Until he gets to the F word. <laughs> Truly, it is universal. Well, the trick is, when, language, he, no. when he gets to the yeah. F word, you just start assuming that those other words are probably the same thing in those different languages. They were certainly said with the same emotion. Alright, so let's see. That one had already shot. That one slashed. That one shot. And Green is getting himself up. Oh, but our original one had just picked himself, had spit the previous round picking himself up. Uh, he walks somewhat unsteadily back to the door. Does not have, can't get to Starbound and sh and slash him. So he steps through the door and then takes a shot at Starbound. Uh, Starbound looks like he is definitely designed to be the ranged combatant. I don't think I hit him with a range shot yet. Alright, Jay, you've got your gizmo ready. But at the same time, crazy old Biddy's running away with it. She has not grabbed it off the display yet. She did the spell, the guy told her that's a great idea. She turned to reach for it, and that dude shot, you know, between them. She has not mm -hmm. actually grabbed the mask yet. It is still sitting in its display case. It depends on how much you trust the old bitty. Or the guy that's now <laughs> acting like a woman. I don't. My gadget will go and attach itself and... Teleport the stand to, uh... To the men's restroom. Because it's not that long-range teleport. How long a range is it? What's, the, rank, uh, what's rank, the ranks of gadget? Well, rank three. So in distances, uh, I could teleport at a city block. Okay. But I just basically want to teleport it somewhere where none of them can see it, so I'm just going to pop it in the bathroom. Give me a word this roll, see if you know where the men's room is. Hey, how about that? That was a risk. 
so yeah, the gizmos fly out and either attach to it and teleports or opens a portal around it or however it, however it does it. It's tech-based, so I don't think a portal would open. It would just come be the pop-pop. Because magic seems more like the it opens a hole beneath you and you fall through and then land somewhere. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Technology would just kind of happen. Uh, let's see. So yeah, you set off your gizmo, the the entire display goes... The data will shriek. Stormbringer. I think I'm going to try to blast the armored dude that attacks. God damn it, my starbound. Yes, starbound. Alright, that's blue right in front of you. Yes. If you hit him with your lightning, that would be a coordination. Alright, that is a major success. And you said it was seven ranks. Alright, and then he's got to make a stun check. Which is his strength versus the ranks in your... So give me a d6 roll plus 7. Okay, so he's not stunned, but he does take, take all that damage. And he don't seem happy about it. He seems to be more focused on you than Starbound now. Starbound! Guys, run up. Slashed you. Took a massive lightning bolt for some costume lady you haven't seen before. And then turns towards her. I'm going to throw him, throw Blue, into gold. Orange. Okay. Alright, give me a willpower roll to try to grab him. Alright, so you grab him, you eat him over to one side. Uh, give me another coordination roll to see how on target you are. Alright, gold gets out of the way. And he just... Blue just kind of goes sprawling on the ground. He'll have to spend his next round getting himself up and oriented again. Adita! The entire display case has vanished in front of you. Uh, she shrieks. Um, I'm not sure who she would be more mad at. Jay 
3.3 or the guard that was shooting at her. Well, he didn't actually shoot at her. He just pointed the gun at her. Well, it no, the, no, no. It was the, the sword the, saint that the fired. The sword saint, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. saint shot at her. And also, you can't prove J303 did that. The robots are tiny. That's true. If she doesn't know that he did it, then that would All be she knows is that guy blasted, the, hit the glass, it cracked, and then the entire thing disappeared. And she's got emotion control going on. So uh, she's going to try and instill uh, fear in, in Sword Saint that shot at her. All right, give me the roll with your... Uh, yeah, emotion control versus awareness. How dare someone steal her mask that she was trying to steal. Uh, give yourself a determination point as this guy is going to tap one of his... Uh... uh Qualities or aspect? Which which term do they use here? Qualities. As he taps one of his qualities, fanatical. For all the good that did him. <clears throat> he shrieks in fear. He is horrified. Uh, give him the little screaming icon. <laughs> he is not supposed to know fear but you have taught him there's their turn and he runs out of the building yeah they say she says run little swords man i mean dead sprint with with all the augmented strength this suit gives him so i mean he's just flying out that door Uh, let's see. Blue is picking himself up. Orange moves in to engage. Uh, Starbound. Green runs up to Stormbringer. And he is screaming through his mask. Uh, I do not have eyes on the target. Uh, the target's the target has vanished, and then both of them will would see. We will start with. Uh, he takes a slash at Stormbringer. So that this will be a prowess roll because he is in melee combat with you. All right. So he hits, and that is five points of damage. And give me just one second. Wow, never mind. What I need is right here. So does she have any kind of protective abilities? Alright. 
that was her, and then the one on Starbound will shoot at him, or not shoot, a slash at him, so that's prowess. Ooh, the tables are turning. So that is five points of damage to Starbound. And he goes down. Uh, through the mask, all of you here, except for Starbound. <clears throat> I got one! Wait, where's the target? Uh, let's see. And this guy... He dodges through everybody and runs to the back. Uh, basically, he gets up on Adita and the security guard, and it's kind of holding a blade up to both of them, threateningly. Where is the mask? What did you do with it? And that will be, he has to wait for y'all's reaction, so that is all he will do. Jay. Jay303 will loudly announce... Long-range teleportation activated. System used. Babysit system. Cor correlated authority. Spear headquarters. Then J3 will look at all of them. Oh. Looks like Unison's on its way. I do believe Spear knows what's up. Uh, roll me willpower. Because that's your social stat. You hear four people in unison scream, Oh, shh! <laughs> One of them goes, This situation has escalated. You know, this situation has escalated. Bug out. <laughs> and one crazy Mexican bat. Stormbringer. You heard everything Jay says. Uh, Roll an awareness to see if you believe me or not that Unison's on his way. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, I'm, ki I'm kidding. No, with a nine, you were pretty convincing, though. I'm smart. You said I have awareness? I'm totally going to roll it. Okay. All right. She's just glad to have somebody that doesn't have an awareness of one. You're pretty sure he's bluffing. But it's a but, good bluff. But I'm hopeful. Yes, you are hopeful, but yeah, you doubt it. He doesn't strike you as spear material that he'd have that kind of inside knowledge with him. They have standards. All right, but what action would Stormbringer like to take? Uh, which one stabbed me again? Uh, green here stabbed you. I'm going to electrocute him. All right. 
and I want to uh, add a little extra juice to it, using the quality deeply mistaken about herself. Alright, you unleash more inner power than you knew you had. Almost like a righteous rage comes over you. Give me the roll. Keep rolling ones. Oh. I almost laughed at you, but then I thought, I better not until I roll, and then I roll the poop. So that is a major success. So... Oh well, the stunning does not matter as he goes as you knocked him clean out anyway. He only had one left. Uh let's see, how bad did they beat Starbound on that roll earlier? By four. So that is a major I don't like where this is going. What? It's just a killing attack. Is that all? Which does nothing because it already dropped you. You know, killing attacks, if you roll well enough, they have the potential to drop you immediately. Uh, like what happened to Everlast when she ran up on the reliquary. You know, he hit her really good with that spear and she just went down. You don't have to start making death saves like in D&D or anything like that, though. Adita! Well, you've heard his explanation. Jay seems to be claim claiming that Spear has teleported the thing out and is on its way. Yeah, I rolled, and I don't think she's convinced either. But, uh, she doesn't see a need for the, um... Pantheon people to be around. They're more of a nuisance. So the guy that's holding a sword on her, um, she'll try the fear on him as well. Okay. Give me that, uh, let's see, willpower versus awareness. And she'll, you know, say, the mask is not here. Uh, let's see. I guess you would still be in... Not inspiring trust like he's your buddy. Which is kind of how the guard reacted. But trust in the sense that you, you, you make him firmly believe what you're saying. Okay. You know, he actually lowers the sword. You know, the sword's actually kind of retract into his gauntlets. And then it's their turn. And yeah, he repeats what one of the other guys was saying about, you know, yeah, it's, it's time to bug out. He goes running out. Red has picked himself up. Uh, the orange one runs out. The blue one takes a step, looks at his fallen companion, and you hear him go, sorry, brother, and he hits a button on his gauntlet and runs out the door. And the fallen sword saint here, it's like his armor starts to dissolve. That's kind of messed up. 
What, uh, what about the body underneath? Um, at first you don't see any evidence that there is a body, and then as the golden goo spreads out far enough, you do see some human bones. Oh. And you know it's kind of hissing, and you know. Uh, J three hundred three will attempt to salvage some of the bone. Give me an awareness roll. Okay, you go start picking bones out of the thing. Uh, I mean, like, does my hand start to melt as I touch it or anything? Maybe. I mean, okay. If it does, it does. Uh, Yes, if you're grabbing the bone, uh, some of the kind of goo gets on you, and yeah, it starts dissolving your fingers. Alright. I will move at super speed, because I have that. But it's not like... I, my super speed isn't so high, it's actually, like, good. But I'll, I'll whip off my shirt, you know, and smudge off. I'm just trying to save, you know, wipe off, get the acid on something else. Or dissolving agent on something mm -hmm. else. So there's enough bone left to do a DNA test with. Okay, you move quickly. Uh, give yourselves a couple points of damage. Because you're not Three getting much good. of it. You're not giving him getting much of it on you. Two points. Yeah. All right. But it does hurt. And looking at it, you're not sure that it's acid or if it's some kind of nanotech. I attempt to interface with said nanotech. Give me a roll. That's going to take the custom roller again, and boom. You interface. Uh, not a lot of data you can get from this. It's clearly some some sort of self-destruct kind of thing. You know, it receives the proper signal, and it gray goos. Uh, Do I know what the signal was? Uh... <laughs> That could be useful in the future, couldn't it? And kind of murdery. Uh, <laughs> I'm not human. I have no soul. I don't have to worry about what this does. <laughs> I don't have to care about the moral implications. I'm a robot. Uh, J303, Killbot. <clears throat> you know what? For, you, yeah, you get the frequency that these responded to. Joyful. Uh, now you know you're smart enough to realize, yeah, he triggered that. It didn't. It didn't melt his own suit. It didn't melt anybody else's suit. So it's possible every suit has its own frequency. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, that's really all you get from directly inter interfacing with the nanites themselves. Also, we are out of combat now. 
Unless you're going to pursue them as they're leaving, yes. Cool. As soon as combat's over, y yeah, I'm, I'm going over to help the gray, my gray friend who is in desperate need of help. Alright. You got some healing. I have a gadget. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, discussing with the team. You know, if any of them have anything that can help him or if I need to do it. While also being fully prepared to explain where the thing went. Alright. So you run over to, to uh, Starbound while asking if anybody has got anything that can help him. Does anybody respond? Adina will follow him. She's like, so tell me, Mr. Robot, what did you do with the mask? Uh, quick check to make sure that, you know, the sword saints are far enough away I don't think any hearing device could catch it. Since I know what their comms can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's sitting in the bathroom. I really must go pee. Please stop trying to steal things. <laughs> I'm not stealing. I'm simply borrowing. Please discuss with the spirit. No one. No one can own an item of the gods. You're simply... Uh, $3.6 million says otherwise. Anyway. Money. So there's a detail beeline for the bathroom? Yeah. Alright, how's everybody responding to that? Because she walked up, or he walked up, as far as y'all are concerned. Asked, what did you do with the, the, the thing? I was in the bathroom. I gotta pee. And you hear Jay go, please stop trying to steal things. <laughs> you hear that whole exchange, and then he starts walking to the bathroom. What bathroom does Adita walk into? That's true. Jay only said the bathroom. She'll go into the women's room, I guess, just out of habit. <clears throat> Alright, so she walks into the women's room. Jay, what are you doing as you realize she's walking to the wrong bathroom? Hey, Cra hey, Lightning Lass? I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name because you didn't say it. What's your name? Stormbringer. Stormbringer, could you be a peach and stop her from stealing the thing that's in the men's restroom? But she just went in the women's restroom. And she's going to come out. Come out. Or wait, he's going to come out. Y'all all see him as a dude. I got it. I'm going to go stand it's, outside the women's bathroom and wait for the not old lady to come out. Thank you. I'm going to make sure you're a teacher? Lives. They don't know he's Stormbringer's teacher unless they know that she's Alyssa. 
But she yeah. wouldn't be too hard to put together because, you know, she just went to the bathroom and came back out. I knew where the bathrooms were. I saw your character run in the bathroom and then lightning. And what kind out. of costume does Alyssa wear? They haven't thought that far ahead. Okay. I mean, if, if her hair is out, then yeah, having just seen her, and yeah, they might piece it together. Unless she was wearing glasses, and then, you know, no hope. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate disguise. Alright, so you go stand in front of the women's room to run interference. Uh, you spin around, you get your gadget. I assume you were making a gadget to heal the your alien buddy. He's already got one, doesn't he? I thought uh, I'm I'm making the gadget to heal oh, him. Okay. Yes. Okay. Starbound. I, 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 Starbound has a healing device, but he got to be conscious to use it. I I got I got confused. Adina will come out of the bathroom. I forgot. I'm a man. Uh, <clears throat> Stormbringer is going to electrocute her. <laughs> That escalated quickly. <laughs> yes, it did. That's hard. But I guess it would catch her off guard. <laughs> it would. Uh. Hmm. Uh, do you want to try to dodge that, or are you just going to say she's unaware that it's coming and just takes it? Um, I guess I'll try and dodge. I, I probably won't be successful, but we'll see. So that will be a uh, coordination. Yeah. Oh, that was not a good dodge. All right, and you do seven points of damage with that. His, his ankles are not used to walking around in heels, and he just stumbles like a newborn deer. All right, let's see where he is. Adita. Yes. Yeah, well, she's actually not out. No. She got a high willpower. And willpower factors into your uh, stamina. I figured that. I figured it was a one-shot thing and she'd be down. Uh, she's she's that is the trick, though. You will have to roll... That was a massive success. Let's see here. Stunning. Alright, now you have to roll your strength versus the full effect of her level. So, you roll a d6 plus 3. Anna will roll uh, a d6 plus 7. This is for the stunning effect that the Wait a second. This one? Uh, yeah, that's right. Because her strength is a three, yeah. I think. Oh, I was looking at her roll. It's like, well, that can't be. Yeah, yeah. you seven. roll a seven, or Adida rolled yeah, a seven. Yeah, I thought I, thought, I thought I couldn't have got a ten, but. So, anyway, beat by three. So, it is a major success, which reduces the target stamina to zero and renders the character unconscious. So it doesn't do real damage to you that's going to take a long time to recover from, but it knocks you clean out. And presumably, when the body wakes up, it'll be Jay again. Yeah. 
I just love that. Runs into the women's room, comes back, I forgot I'm a man. <laughs> and wakes up remembering he's a man. <clears throat> and now you know why I drink. <laughs> just wakes up, sits up, takes a swig. Ah, family. All right. And I'll pop three points of health into Alien Man. All right, Alien Man is back up. Uh, that stung a good little bit. Thank you, um, you know, I've never gotten your designation. It's J-303. Thank you, J-303, for probably saving my life. This is not the place I want to die, but I'm inevitably going to do so unless I can. You don't know how to fix an, uh, a few centuries out of date uh, fast and light trout uh, transport, would you? No, but I have enough degrees in engineering, I'll look at it. Fantastic! I'll give you the address of my storage unit in, uh, after, we, after I get up off this floor. Completely ah. understandable. I, now that you're alive and safe... I still have some business that needs to be taken care of. Goes up to the security guard. Kind sir. Yeah. Spear isn't on its way. Oh. Should, should we call him? Yes. The specifics of this scenario, because you agreed to allow it to be taken from its position, allowed me to short-range teleport it to the men's restroom as to make sure the intruders could not see it and then I was given allowance to bluff or in your terms lie to get the intruders to leave oh good job man thanks thank you I'm glad to be of service now if you excuse me I need to return to the currently injured man over there for medical assistance. Oh, Please yeah, contact yeah. Spirit, your nearest convenience. Begins he gets on the radio, rolls, tells him to call Rolls in. his shirt back down to robot on task and <laughs> goes back goes back to helping. Alright, the security guard takes a you know, he, he looks in the men's room to make sure there's nobody else in there. He sees the, the, the mask is actually in there. And basically takes up guard, you know, by the door. Uh, you know, radios it in. More security from the area flooding in. Local police show up very quickly. There were already news crews in this overall facility. Uh, they make their way in very quickly. How many of you hang around for the for the news? They get there before the police. Yeah, Starbound, Starbound will stick around. It's not like anybody could mistake him for somebody else. So he, you know, he ran off. They still gonna know he's there, or was there? What about Jay? Well, you're another one with a public identity, so. Wait, which Jay? <laughs> Jay 303. Uh, J3, J33 can probably spin this to he had permission to do everything from humans saying words. 
He'll hand a slip of paper with a number on it to everybody. You know, to contact him. You know, as thanks for helping maintain peace, you know, a small party, drinks, refreshments. Does he give a roll, does he give a slip of that paper to the unconscious Jay? Oh, can I use the same health gadget to pop that Jay awake? Uh, sure if you want to. Yeah, uh, pop him awake. Alright. Uh, Saint Moon, you wake up. Kahuna's Tiburon, what hit me? Uh, and the tone of voice is different from, oh, I remember I was a man. Some crazy old bitty took over your body. But don't worry, you're safe. The mask was not stolen, the enemies have left. Now you know why I drink. He'll pull out his thermos and take a sip. And speaking of which, and Jay hands him a slip of paper, I'm inviting all three of you to a party. As congratulations for the fact that nobody died here. <laughs> He'll look at the, the high heels he's got on. He's like, y'all are my boots. Those are expensive boots. Crazy old bitty did it. Pats him on the shoulder. So the police show up. They take, well, first the news crew shows up. You know, they're questioning all of you. Uh, they beeline for Starbound and Jay because they already know who they are. Uh, St. Moon does not get as much attention because he is not in an obvious costume. No, he's, he's he would try to avoid it anyway. So he kind of slinks off like he was just a bystander. Uh, Stormbringer's in in a costume, so they want to talk to her. Uh, Jay and Starbound are kind of local celebrities anyway. Has Jay 303 done any public superheroing? Or has he just kind of been running around? Yeah, Jay, Jay 303 has just kind of been the robot in a shirt that says robot on task. So they're, they're questioning you on, are you taking up superheroics, or were you just in the right place at the right time? I've been programmed with certain allowances once criminal activities begin. You know, base rule set of laws and what superheroes are allowed to do, I'm allowed to take specific actions. You know, in those scenarios... If I'm in the area, this is simply a right place at the right time. Oh, I see, I see. So. so you weren't out on patrol, you just, you know, saw people needed help and knew what you could legally do to help them and did so. Yes. Pretty sure that's still heroic. Thank you. Uh, one of the other ones interviewing Starbound. Starbound, what brought you? What brought you here on your patrol today? Because they know if they see you in the spacesuit that you are on patrol. I wanted to. <clears throat> I wanted to take in some of your ancient Earth culture, to enrich in my, enrich myself and grow a deeper understanding of your primitive backward species. I mean, pyramids cool. 
Is it true that some of your people helped build the pyramids? No, we are much better engineers than that. I mean, no. <laughs> the woman interviewing you is eating it up, you know. Sound bites for you always go over pretty big. Because nobody's sure if you're saying that stuff unintentionally and then catching yourself and correcting or if it's all a shtick you're doing. Because you seem to have integrated pretty well with the culture. Or maybe your entire species is a bunch of smart asses. They're not really sure. Uh, a couple of the, another couple of the reporters approach uh, Stormbringer. Now, how much public heroing has Stormbringer done up to this point? Uh, probably like very small stuff, like stop a bugging or okay. Open an accident, you know. Enough that enough that whoever whoever follows the crime beat or the superhero beat would be would, would kind of know you'd been around. Yeah. But uh, neither one of these reporters follow the are are over that beat. You know, this they they were doing fluff pieces here with this this exhibit opening. So they're asking you who you are, you know, what you can do, and how long you've been heroing, and you know, is this the start of a team, that kind of thing. You know, do you live here in town, or you know, all that jazz. I mean, she would answer the best she could, but as far as being in a team, she would have no idea. <laughs> I think we were all just here. Uh, the police show up shortly thereafter and kind of usher the the reporters off. Uh, you know, stops the one cameraman from filming the the golden goo with bones sticking out of it. <clears throat> They're not, you know, the cameraman's like, oh, well, I'm not sure we could actually show that on the air anyway. Maybe if we just fuzzy out the bones. Uh, please take your statement. Uh, you know, Jay's a known quantity, sort of. Starbound, they've gotten assistance from him before. And, uh, Shreveport housing one of the only, like, publicly known aliens. It's almost like you're a tourist attraction. Uh, you know, not that everybody likes it, but there's just one of you. Nobody's ever really seen your ship, so, you know, the general public does not take you as a threat. Uh, especially not once the government publicly admitted to the existence of Titan Red, you know, an alien that's been on on planet for years. Uh, let's see. St. Moon is able to... The police get a statement from you. They, they mm -hmm. do manage to flag you down and get a statement. But, uh... You don't have much trouble, if you want to, passing yourself off as just a bystander that was there, you know. Yeah, he, he won't. He, 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 he will talk up the, other, the others, like, how heroic they were. And so you manage, to, you manage to kind of slip off by the time uh, representatives from Spear show up. Uh, and it's not, the, it's not the heroes of Spear, as it were. It's, just, it's the run-of-the-mill agents that show up for this sort of thing. Uh, 
you know, in cases where you have to have yeah. special equipment to uh, incarcerate a superpowered right. individual. Well, and, and his green card's expired, so he definitely doesn't want to see any government agents. Luckily, the police are so caught up in what's going on here, they really don't ID you too close. Because while your green card may be expired, you may you, you, you know your license may still be good. Right, you have a right, license right. over in California or something. Uh, so you manage to slip out before the feds show up. And they come in, typical MIB looking, you know, just guys in suits. You know, not the sunglasses or anything you know, overly intimidating like that. It's just... And they go through the same, a lot of the same questions as the police. Uh, the the two that show up starbound, you know them on site. You know, you, you have run into them before. They are stationed here in the city, so... Uh, Jay, you have probably met them at least in passing. Not having been involved in crimes before, you know, they haven't paid you much attention. Uh, they have several questions for Stormbringer, you know. They're, they're, they're familiar with what little bit she's been doing. They want to know, you know, if you live in the area, you know, if you're planning to operate out of the city on a regular basis. Uh... <coughs> They kind of talk up registering with Spear, though that is not a legal requirement. And registering would involve, uh, I believe that would involve you giving the government your ID. I think, but I can't remember for sure. I'll have to go watch the episode one to see what we said about that. Anyway. But, uh, so over the next, you know, over the next day or two, lots of public fanfare, uh, while the case was destroyed, the mask is undamaged. I'm almost disappointed that Adita didn't get her hands on the mask, though, because the spirit was going to react to that. <laughs> that would have been fun. Uh, in fact, if Jay had, had poked his head in to look at the spirit again, it was going to have some comments to make about your grandmother. <laughs> I felt bad not being a team player, but it was just... Uh, unstable on your powers is supposed to cause problems. And it was just fun. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's 4 o'clock, so we probably need to wrap up. So, yeah, they, they, you know, they wrap up their interviewing. Uh, you're all local celebrities, well, with the exception of St. Moon. You're all local celebrities at the moment. Uh, so this was this is a good, real public intro for Stormbringer. Uh, you know, for Starbound, he's already been getting good press. He's been doing the job. He's got a lot of people speculating as to whether or not Jay is about to take up superheroing. You know, in earnest or not. And uh, it calms some people down that were speculating that he was, you know, maybe secret, he's he's been too quiet. Maybe he's secretly a villain. Maybe he's plotting his uprise against humanity. Oh my god, we're almost like the Doom Patrol. You are a really odd mishmash of folk, yeah. Several of the you. mental power, the one that can't keep their body together, the robot man. 
The one that doesn't actually have any problems. <laughs> Which will be the one that goes off to the Teen Titans later, probably. <laughs> and to be fair, Stormbringer is just out of high school, so still qualifiable for Teen Titans. Yep, yep. Alright, so we're going to wrap up here for the day. Uh, anybody know who they want to play next time? You want to go back to the Supernatural team, or the Spear guys, or another one of your heroes you haven't played yet? Hey, you don't have to decide right now, Just if, if y'all already had an opinion. I'm personally down for anything. Okay. I yeah, know... I've got no opinion right oh. now. Okay. I know, uh... You know, Mike couldn't make it today. I know he was planning to bring in Everlast again. So if he want if, if he wants to do Everlast next time, it'd be a good opportunity to bring the supernatural team since y'all since your supernatural characters were pretty sure they knew where she had gone when she faded out. Yeah, that'd work. Yeah. Okay. But also, I'd like to go ahead and ask, um, how we doing on accomplishment points? This is, this is these guys' first adventure, so, you know, give them two accomplishment points. I think you know what I meant. We haven't really uh, discussed it. No, I have, I have failed to give out accomplishments for the entire campaign so far. Uh, oh, man, it's going to be a lot of counting up for some of the other guys. And I'm, I'm still sitting at six from the original storyline. Oh, yeah, because Unison had never spent all of his. All right, I tell you what. I will get it out to you on the Discord. Uh, at least by Tuesday. Okay. But if you don't hear from me on Tuesday, start bombarding me with, you know. <laughs> if you don't hear from him by Tuesday, that means you get none. I'm knocking the door. Get my money. <laughs> but all right. All right, so for anybody watching, we're going to wrap up for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, even though I threw minions at you, the fight still took most of the session. Though we did have a decent little bit of role-playing up, up early, I guess. But anyway, I enjoyed running it, so I hope my players enjoyed it. Uh, again, I'm Jason, and we had Taylor playing J303, Curtis playing St. Moon El Bruja, the other J. Anna playing Stormbringer, and Zach playing Starbound. And we will see you next time.